Don't give me the answer that you think would look best on your social media page or if you're sitting around with your friends trying to not seem like you're a crazy person. I want you to answer this question honestly. How comfortable are you with your man or your woman spending an exorbitant, exorbitant, a lot, a lot of time with this one particular member of the opposite sex? today on the show. Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. Welcome to the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. I am Steve Kramer. So glad you're here. Thank you for this. 105 episodes. Like, God, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for this. So grateful to have you all here today uh, for this episode. And it's going to be a good one. It's a podcast I do with my mom. Live, laugh, love your mom. It's what it's based on. We do it every single day with my co-host, my mom, Nancy Yancey. Hi, mom. Hi, honey. I don't know if you, when you get to 67, you still have moments like this. But I'm assuming anyone in their 30s or maybe 40s, maybe like even late 20s, you know, like when you graduate from one life group to the next, you know, like when like you I mean still one decade to the next, maybe I'm just talking yeah. about like, you know, like I, in my head, I still feel like I'm like young and vibrant. Right. Yes. But then, Me like, you too. get around some. Like, I still feel right. Like, for example, <laughs> I, I, I'm 37. Right. Mm-hmm. I can get. I, I, I still feel like I did when I was 27. Until I get around a 27 year old, then I'm like, oh shit, I'm not 27. You know? Uh-huh. Does that make sense? Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, it happened today. Today was like one of those days where I had to like really step back and like check my life. So I, um, I, I had to go out or I went out to buy some new clothes. Today. I haven't bought clothes in. Uh, all year, you know, mm-hmm. I haven't bought clothes. I can't remember the last time, but I went to my favorite store, Forever 21, which <laughs> they're Forever still 21 there. is still there. They okay. actually closed the one closest to me, which was really disappointing. Oh. But there's still one over at Fashion Valley Mall, which is like the big mall here in San Diego, right? So right. I, uh, I went over and I, um, well, the, the first problem was, is that Kiki is having like major separation anxiety from me. So Aww. I'm having to pretty much like take her everywhere with me. Aww. So I want you to imagine this 37-year-old man, right, walking <laughs> into Forever 21 with his five-pound chihuahua on the leash <laughs> and They'll let heading, you bring her in the store? Y- yes. In California, you can do whatever you want with your dog. There's like gotcha. zero dog rules because people just love their dogs out here. Yeah. And so I'm walking into Forever 21, right? And this is basically all like teenagers in there, which <laughs> I still think the clothes are like super cute in there. Mm-hmm. So I go down the escalator and now I'm I'm downstairs and you have to picture it because it's basically like me and uh, I'm wearing – so I've got my chihuahua, right? I've got mm-hmm. my pink T-shirt on. Mm-hmm. Um, and I am shopping with basically a bunch of maybe like 15 year olds or 16 year olds. (laughs) (laughs) And like in that moment, I was like, this has got to look so ridiculous. Like, I think I finally hit that age where I just can't do that anymore. Like all my forever 21 purchases, I think are now going to have to be online because I think I think I just hit my max. I think I just hit my max. Oh, of, gosh. Uh, that reminds me a couple of days ago, Maggie and I, um, she wanted to know if I wanted to do a workout routine with her. And I was like, uh, <laughs> well, uh, it depends on what it is. And she goes, okay, you choose. So I chose a dance routine. And 
we went through it. It was, I don't know, 30 minutes. But honestly, it was hysterical to watch her do it <laughs> versus what I was doing. I know. I, I bet. Was like, I can only imagine. Yeah, I yeah, can only. You might think you're fit and in shape. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's so funny like when you when you get to those moments you know it's just like oh man reality just, checks that's what it's do called this anymore, it's you called know? I just reality can't do checks it. yeah i'll say that i uh this has been my first clothes shopping experience since coronavirus and it's it's a pain it's a pain to go clothes shop have you clothes shopped at all only online yeah so i've been uh this Except is my first for time wedding dresses Right. So first things, and I don't know, again, I only went to Forever 21, so I don't know if this is like everywhere. First mm-hmm. off, there's no dressing rooms. You can't do dressing rooms anymore. Uh-huh. And everything that you buy, you have to uh, you, you have to go home and try it on and then take it back. And the problem with me and Forever 21 clothes is they're all, you know, they're all cheaply made piece <laughs> of crap. And they're, all their sizes are completely different. So mm-hmm. I have a hard time like trying to figure out which size it is. So I had to buy uh, two different size of pants. I'll have to take them like one back. But I mean, it's it's just I don't know how like dressing rooms mm-hmm. are. Maybe it's just, maybe you're too close to one another. Maybe it's like too, I don't know. I have no idea like why. I don't know um, if you were in there by yourself. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, know why that was a uh, that was a thing. Mm-hmm. But they have extended the uh, return policy, which is now sixty days. So mm-hmm. that just gives me all that does is just give me sixty days to not return something. <laughs> I'm the worst about <laughs> just putting 59. something in my yeah. Uh-huh. No, I'm terrible about just putting. I don't know if you're the same way, but I just put it in my trunk, uh-huh. and then I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna get to it. I'm gonna get to it. I'm gonna get uh-huh. to it, and then I just never drive get to it, it around. And then <laughs> after after a few weeks, you don't even see it. I know. You that's don't the even problem. think you about don't even it. Do it's it. like it's totally off your radar. I know. Oh yeah, I've done that. Yeah. So now I'm back home. We can get settled in for today's show. It's Kiki's big adventure out today because <laughs> she's I don't think she's ever been to a mall before. She's very confused. <laughs> oh she was very confused. Kiki. And I made the grave mistakes. I wasn't really thinking because I just wasn't thinking, but uh, it was her very first escalator. That's my five pound chihuahua. Um She's never done an escalator. I mean, she's never she's never been to a mall, period, right? And there weren't right. a ton of people there, so it was good. But she's never done a mall, yeah. so she literally like uh, when she went, we had to go up the escalator, and that was like just death defying for her. She but could you're not understand. Her, right? Well, I didn't think about it at first. I didn't think oh. about how traumatic that might be. So luckily, oh. like because she kept looking at me like I'm not stepping on oh, those no. invisible steps. Like Smart that doesn't make any kiki. sense. Like I'm not Smart doing that. Kiki. <laughs> so it was just a mm. just a wild day out with uh, you know, with Miss Kiki. We were talking about that, um, Brian, your brother Brian, and his husband Ann, mm-hmm. and their dog Winnie. We were talking about that um, a few weeks ago about how dogs and animals that are house pets are going to be so traumatized when they're left alone now. No, I know. Because we've I know. all been there with them every day, all day long. That is going I've to already, be a serious problem, I think. I know. I've decided, and I don't know if there's such thing as like a pet psychologist, but I feel like Kiki's going to need one when I get another job. Like if I ever have to go back to like doing a normal job, like I she's going to have to have somebody now. She's literally had me just sitting here for so long. I mean, pets have had to love 
quarantine, right? Their, their yeah. parents never leave ever. Like it's just the perfect opportunity for them. Yeah. So true. Um, I want to give a shout out to my aunt Charlene today. Um, mm-hmm. my, that's my dad's sister. And apparently she has listened to every single episode of this podcast, (laughs) which has, (laughs) so they, uh, I didn't know they were coming over today. They went over to my parents' house today. Yeah. Yeah. And it was hysterical because everything that Jim or I started to tell her about you, she'd go, Oh yeah. I heard that on the podcast. We talked about our dishwasher. Oh, yeah, I heard that on the podcast. We talked about his car repair. Oh, yeah, I heard that on the podcast. I'm like, this girl is on it. I knew that she was a certified fan because uh, I saw her name come across, but I yeah. I didn't realize that she listened every day. That's so funny. Every so shout day. Out. So she gets up at 630 every day and has her breakfast, and we start her day. That's a uh, shout out. loves it. Shout out to Aunt Charlene. Um, mm-hmm. And – it's funny because you're getting the very first taste then of of what it's like to have nothing to talk to humans about when you finally <laughs> see them. You know, I've been yeah. doing radio for almost 15 years or, you know, less than 15 years. So I kind of know what it's like yeah. for people to be like, well, I already heard you talk about that. I'm like, okay, well, I don't, I have nothing to talk to you about then, I guess. A little bit of zero topics left over here. Oh, you know? no. There was plenty for us to talk about. It was a good visit for all of us. We're all so starved for socialization. Um, (laughs) Let's talk about, this is interesting, how COVID-19 has altered us when we go online. Like what is up and what is down? They just did a new study out today talking about like what things that people are doing because we talked last week about our phone time and Mm -hmm. you know, my mom's on her phone for what, seven, eight hours a day. Uh And I've been on there for, uh, you know, some weeks, 11 hours like what? No, no. It's so crazy. Do you feel like that you are looking at different things though than you were pre? I would like to see your history of your phone. I'd be so curious <laughs> of what you spend time looking at. So I don't like spend- today. What have you looked at? Oh, well today it's been a different day because I've been visiting with people, but typically what I will spend time on is reading news blogs catching up with current events. And um, I go on Facebook and Instagram now since I've been doing this podcast and actually have a social media account. Yeah. Now I have followers. So that's fun. Um, and well, go like, go, go to like your history. I, I'm just so curious of like the stuff that you you're looking at. You have to do yeah, that. I'm trying to see if there is a way. What browser do you use on your phone? Uh, Safari. Uh, let me pull up Safari really quick, and I'm going to teach also, you how to do I this. I also use Google Chrome. On on your phone? Uh-huh. Well, which one have you been using the most of today? Probably Chrome. Okay. So go to – I'm just curious what my mom looks up when she's on her phone. <laughs> um, go to Chrome. Okay. And then uh, at the bottom right, you see those three bot the three I dots. Do. And then you click on that, and then you see like about seven options down where it it's says history. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. So log in, log into that, and then I want you to scroll through today and just kind of tell me what you've been looking at. But while you're pulling that up, I will tell you this: uh, the study that just came out. It says an analysis of websites show a slowdown of people visiting career-related sites at the beginning of pandemic. And traffic also fell for hotel booking related websites, obviously. But researchers say that e-commerce sites like Amazon, 
Walmart and Target saw a huge increase in traffic. Another change is that people have been accessing the internet from a desktop computer at a higher rate than mobile devices, which is a big change from last year as people are uh, at home all the time now in front of their devices. So, uh, I mean, I, my, I always online shopped. I mean, yeah. I would say most of other than groceries, yeah. most of my shopping was online before and now I'm just not buying anything, so it doesn't really matter. What what have you been looking at on your phone today, Mom? Okay, so today on Chrome, it's really just been you and some um, Ayurveda uh, cosmetics that I liked. Okay. <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, that's all. But on Sunday, it was you, our recording app. Yeah. And then I read one, two, three, four. Four articles from medium.com. Okay. <laughs> which is a blog post that I love. And yeah. then I read the article about Tyler Perry donating the yeah. gift cards. And then I read an article on MaggieKelly.com. And then one, two, three, four, five, six more on Medium. <laughs> so you just go to one website. <laughs> It's well, it's a blog post. I mean, it, yeah. it's the different people writing. Yeah, that's yeah, that's what My I mom, did. Old people are so funny. They just go to like their their trusted websites. They're like, I know Amazon, I know Medium, I know. Not old until I start trying to do a dance workout with a thirty year old. We should um, we should have Maggie uh, teach you a TikTok dance. Oh my gosh! Yeah, are you kidding me? Mom's very first TikTok dance. Does Maggie have TikTok? I don't know if she even does. I'll have to text her and see if she does. Okay. Because I, th- I think mom should give it a shot. All right. <laughs> let's um, let's get to our quote for today, mom. What we got? Okay. This is again from Buddha. Whatever words we utter should be chosen with care for people will hear them and be influenced by them for good or ill. So I think that's very important for us to remember right now, especially as the election is starting to heat up, um, to remember that we need to be kind to one another. We need to try to understand each other, even if we don't agree, and just listen to others, try to understand their point of view, but to know that the words we say will be used for good or ill. Our words, mm-hmm. our words are can be weapons. Words are dangerous. So we need to be selective about the words we choose to use yeah. and to and to be kind to one another. It's true. I mean that they can like affect you forever, right? Like I would Absolutely. say I would say your words are probably your most powerful tool for good or bad, right? Like yes. you can probably think of something. Like mom, think about like when's the earliest memory you have of somebody saying something mean to you? Oh gosh. Like seriously, one that like really and I don't know, it may maybe just be like five years ago or whatever. I don't really know. But like No, I think I think it was when I was in fifth grade and I first moved to Norcross. Mm-hmm. And I remember I was I was very different from the kids in that classroom, and I knew it. And the teacher called on me to stand up to read, and I've always been a really good reader, yeah. and I read whatever it was. And one of the kids later said, what are you doing here, you little you little something about city girl? 
What do you know? And that really, that was so hurtful to me. Yeah. Because here I was in a new school with new kids, Mm -hmm. not knowing anyone. And for him to lash out at me, that was very hurtful to me. Isn't that crazy that you can and still? So I didn't want to be. I didn't want to be me. Like I didn't want to be the city girl, right? I was like, right. I'm not sure what I'm supposed to be, but obviously it's not a city girl because they don't like that. I just think it's crazy though that like literally this many years later, and that was fifth grade. So you're how old? Like seven mm-hmm. or something? Mm-hmm. And you still, you know, ten maybe whatever yeah, you are. 10, like you yeah, still, you still can remember that. It was 50 yeah. years ago and you still like, it's just, it's crazy. I wish you could go tell kids this kind of stuff. I mean, I can remember, I mean, cause I told you guys I was bullied growing up and I, um, plenty of things that I can remember. I remember like going to the YMCA and like taking my shirt off to go swimming. Cause I was a fat kid growing up and mm-hmm. someone be like, give a top for that bathing suit. And like that sticks with you. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Or in high oh. school, like, um, I had like put something on my face, maybe like a marker or something on my face, but not really like the top was off the marker. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, Oh my God, do I have a mark on my face? And this guy was like, yeah, a stretch mark. And I was like, like, it's Aww. just, kids are just so mean. And I, I, and that's what I mean. Like mm. I can't remember like most physical pain that I've been through in my life. Maybe a couple times here and there. you may remember a car wreck or that, but you don't remember like your, your foot getting stomped on or, you know, right. the time that you maybe cut your finger with a knife, you don't remember that. You probably can't really remember that every day. You don't think about it on like a daily basis. But the fact yes. that words, like words matter. Every word you say matters so much yes. in the way that and- it affects people. You know, like I'm kind of going through that right now. And I, I don't know what to do about it is I've got a group of people that I consider, I thought that were, were my friends, but now I found out they're, they're not saying nice things about me. And so I'm kind of like, what do I do with that? Like, what do I like? And it hurts. Like it hurts to hear that about myself. So like, what am I supposed to do with it? Now as an adult, you know, you can just separate yourself, but it also sucks to like lose friends over words, but like words, yeah. even if the people, even if you don't think anyone's ever going to hear the words, yes. like hope, hope to God, people never hear the mean things you say about them. That's yes. a, that's like my biggest prayer in the, and like in our life yes. is that like people never hopefully have to hear the nasty things you say behind their back. Cause mm-hmm. if they did, it would really hurt them. So, yeah. You know what, what I, what I try to follow, um, and I don't know where I learned this or when, was to never say anything behind someone's back that you wouldn't say to their face. Right. And listen, I'm, I'm no saint at that. I want to come across. I never say a bad thing about anybody, but we've all been on the opposite end of it. Right. We've all had, you know, shit talked about us and it's never, we never like it. So why do we still do it? It's so hard. And I tell you, you know, some of the guiltiest parties are parents. I hate to say it, but well, parents can say things to their kids like, Uh, you're stupid. Why didn't you get that? You know, why, why can't you just eat this like all the other kids? Or why can't you catch that ball? Or why didn't you do so-and-so? Or, you know, why are you pitching a fit? And, you know, that that we as adults may not think about, but they're crippling, crippling to children. Yeah, it's tough. It's so hard. So tough. particularly for parents, 
Be so careful about the words you choose to use with your children and around your children because they are so vulnerable and so sensitive and so deserving of hearing good news and good things about themselves. Absolutely. That's a good quote. I like that one. Thanks for sharing. All right. Uh, here in a couple of seconds, we're going to do ask my mom, how would you feel? And I'm, you know, most of the people that listen to this podcast are women. Um, so I'm just going to put it in a woman's perspective, but you can easily change it around for a man or a woman for a woman. It doesn't matter. But I'm, I think that I think the most people listening are women, straight women. So I'm going to put it in that perspective for a second. How would you feel if your man was constantly around this one certain woman? Would it bother you? Like, would you would you stand up and say something that something needs to change, or is she just being way overprotective? We're gonna do it with asking my mom. My mom here in just a couple of minutes. Talking about being on your phone all the time now, mom. Uh, I actually went down to SDCCU for the first time to get some cash out. Was it last week? But. Before then, all of 2020, I have not stepped inside of SDCCU or any bank uh, because there's no need to. And that's that's the cool thing. Thank God, really quick, like thank God in the middle of this pandemic, we're, we are where we are technologically because of it. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, you're not kidding. If this was back in 1980, we'd oh. all be in trouble, you know? Oh, like, we'd all be hysterical. <laughs> you think you're bored now. Imagine mm-hmm. if you didn't have Netflix or whatever else you do. Uh, imagine if you didn't have Medium.com, Mom. Like, what would you do, <laughs> right? <laughs> it would be a different scenario for sure. I know. Well, with SDCCU, you've got online and mobile banking. I use them both probably at least, I don't want to say daily, but maybe three, four, five times a week. You can you can uh, check your balances. You can deposit checks. You can view your account history. You can pay your bills. That's the one I do so much now is I can't tell you the last time I wrote a check because I just go on SDCCU.com oh, and I can just, yeah, just mm-hmm. pay it over the internet. You have to have the, uh, the online bill pay where you just mm. type in who you're going to send it to, you know, write, uh, get a stamp, put an envelope in it, like mail it off. Like I don't want to do all that. They do it for you, and that makes it so much easier. And you can do it from your computer or your smartphone. It's super, super, super easy. It only takes about 10 minutes to open your account over at sdccu.com. I would love one person listening right now. Let's get two. Two people listening to today's show to go open an account online at sdccu uh, because I want you to be able to go on the Facebook group and just say how easy that whole process was, right? Mm-hmm. I bank there. You should too. It's San Diego County Credit Union. It's not big bank banking. It's better. Message and data rates apply. Federally insured by NCUA. For details or to open your account today, just visit sdccu.com. And when you're stuck at home, uh, my mom has already taken advantage of this. And I need to, I've already started my membership, but I haven't taken one of the classes yet. Talking about Skillshare.com. Skillshare.com. And I hope that you'll go uh, check it. It's a two-free month trial that you get the premium membership. This ain't some kind of basic trial. It's the premium membership uh, of Skillshare. Mom, do you want to describe what you've been doing on Skillshare? Oh, yeah. I've been having so much fun. So I took an iPhone photography class and um, I have learned so much, just simple things, you know, um, that you can do with your iPhone that make your photographs so much more interesting. And I, I particularly love um, the app that they recommend. Lightroom. Lightroom. 
Oh my yeah. gosh, it's amazing what that can do. So I'm having a lot of fun with my photos and I'm kind of looking with fresh eyes, which is fun. Right. Yeah. Um, it, it, listen, if my 67-year-old mother can get on there and learn something, I guarantee yeah. you can too. That's what I'm saying. That's like, this, and, right. and what, Honestly, Mom, be honest, not just because we're doing the, the commercial right now, but did you feel like did you feel lost? Was it like uh, enough for, because my mom, you know, you're not the most technologically advanced person, but oh, I, no. what I noticed with Skillshare, cause I haven't taken a full course yet or a yeah. full class yet, yeah. but I noticed that it was super easy to get into no uh-huh. matter what skill level you're at. Yeah. Super easy. And the course is super easy. You know, it's just sets of videos that take you through different things. It is very simple to maneuver. It's great. It's really good. So why don't you get on there and learn today anything from, I mean, the classes from illustration to photography to animation to marketing, uh, fine art, crafts. Like I said, it's a big week for Skillshare. We really want to show on this podcast can show up. It's a two-month free trial. Why not mm-hmm. go on there and check it out for yourself? Go to Skillshare.com slash Kramer. Skillshare.com slash Kramer. Get your two months of premium membership absolutely free and explore your creativity at Skillshare.com slash Kramer. So how are you going to feel if your man or your woman works either way uh, is hanging out with this one particular person all the time? Is it going to drive you crazy? And, and like, don't give me the right answer. Like the, like the, it looks good on Instagram answer, which is, yeah, of course, whatever. I trust my man. But honestly, would this bother you? In about 60 seconds, we're going to talk about it here on the podcast. Uh, first, shout out to all of our certified fans. Hello. So glad that you're here today. Certified fans are people that keep this show afloat. It is a $5 monthly donation. And with that, we keep this show going. I had lunch with a friend today. And uh, she is a certified fan, which you know what I should give her. She, she actually mentioned, I never got my whoop whoop. So we'll give her one too. Um, but she, uh, I was telling her like literally like without certified fans, I don't know that we keep the show going because it just, it does cost a lot. You wouldn't believe how much some of this stuff costs. Like just for, let me just give you, it's just, and this is not like an oh pity. I'm just saying like stuff's expensive. <laughs> like just for the, the sign up form when you become a certified fan cost mm-hmm. me and because then it gives you the access to get the instant $5 coupon, which when you join, you get $5 off in the merch store. It's $5 a month. You get $5 off instantly. Right. Um, you uh, That alone cost me, I think, either 30, I think it's more, I think it's like 37 or maybe 40 bucks a month. Okay. Wow. So that literally is what, eight people's donations. <laughs> oh, man. It's, it's expensive, man. It's expensive. So that's what I'm saying. Like to, to, at, at the level that we're at, uh, it's it's takes, what's that? It takes a village. Is that the quote? Yeah. Uh-huh. It takes a village to uh, to keep this podcast what it is. And so thank you to all of our villagers, our certified fans. <laughs> it takes we, a certified fan fam. It does to keep this show going. So I hope you know how appreciative. We'll start with my friend uh, Jessica S because she she's like I never got my whoop whoop, uh, and she actually to be completely fair, uh, she gives forty dollars a month. So Aww. she deserves she deserves whoop. She she literally alone pays for that one form. So <laughs> she gets give her a, a couple of whoops, mom. Okay, whoop whoop. That's good. Uh, John, who is my sister's fiance, John M. Uh, which is so funny. I didn't know he'd even listen to the podcast that often, but he is now a certified fan. So give your own son-in-law, future son-in-law, whoop, whoop. I have to give him three because he's extra special to me. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Whoop, whoop, whoop. And uh, Susan G. Susan G. from Sandy Springs, Georgia. 
Whoop, whoop. Love you, Georgia girls. And Yelena T is from Carlsbad here in San Diego. Love it. Whoop, whoop. And Becky G is from uh, Liberty Lake, Washington. Interesting. And she gave her full $50 for a year. So oh, thank you for that. Thank awesome. you so much for giving a year's worth of support. Whoop, yeah. whoop, whoop. Yeah. Yep. Totally deserve. Listen, we want to whoop, whoop you. We want to say thank you. Please become a certified fan today. Consider it by, uh, if you'll just text the word fans, uh, F-A-N-S to 888-Kramer8, 888-K-R-A-M-E-R-8. And we will be so happy to... Mm-hmm. Uh, to whoop whoop you on the show. All right, ask my mom. It's a it's an advice segment, right? That's exactly what this is. Um, well, it's I, more like an opinion. Yeah, right. Because we're not <laughs> it, we're not truly qualified to do this, but we can definitely give our opinions. So. That's exactly right. It's a free podcast. You don't pay for it. You get what you pay for. Um, <laughs> well, so, if you're a certified fan, you do. What uh, what really though honestly and I loved all the support that came in for last week about the mom that really wanted to debate on giving more time to her boyfriend over her kids and like you guys really stepped up and you told your stories and that was really powerful and that's really where the story com- or these uh, segments come alive because it's really powerful to hear your story so hopefully you'll consider calling in too if you've been in a situation like this or got some advice. Our phone number, 888-Kramer8, 888-K-R-A-M-E-R-8. Hey, Kramer. This email says, I'm a big fan of the show and have been keeping up with the entire podcast. That's very cool. Thank you so much. I wanted to ask you and your mom for some advice. I've been with my boyfriend now for eight months and things have been really great. He's everything I want and I love him dearly. Both of our leases were up this past July 1st. I ended up renewing my current lease with my two roommates, one male, one female. He ended up buying a house with the intention of renting out two of his bedrooms. He asked me early on if I was comfortable with having female roommates. I said it didn't bother me and that I wanted him to be comfortable with who he lived with. And I can't exactly say no because one of my roommates is male. He uh, he has now found another roommate who is female, and I just feel uncomfortable with this situation. I expressed my concerns, and he reassured me that I'm the only one for him, uh, and he loves me, blah, blah, blah. The girl who has been living with him is very comfortable and talks about personal things that I would never talk about with my male roommate, like birth control and her dating life. I guess you could say I'm a little more reserved in that way. I went over to his house, and they were drinking beer and watching a TV show that he wanted me to watch with him months ago. I wasn't into the TV show, so I didn't continue to watch it with him. But now he's watching it with her on my Netflix account. Mm. (laughs) Also, she is kind of always around when I go to his house and watching movies with us. My roommates do not do that when he's at my house. I do hang out with my roommates sometimes. So maybe I'm just getting a taste of my own medicine. It's been keeping me up at night, and I'm so exhausted throughout the day because of a lack of sleep. I want so badly just to be okay with it all, and I feel like I haven't been myself lately. I'm also stressed out with other things in my life. We have briefly talked about me being his next roommate when his lease is up, which isn't until July of next year. Am I being crazy? I would rather not use my name. Thank you uh, for your help, and I love you both forever. Sweet. Mm -hmm. I would never be okay with my (laughs) significant mother 
living with the opposite sex mm-hmm. ever. I just would not. And I'm just, just my personality. Problem here is it kind of sounds like you're the same way, but <laughs> you, you already said it was because I feel like that's like early on in the relationship thing. Cause you say you've been together for eight months. That was two months ago. So it was like six months in and you're all like, Oh yeah, you can do whatever you want. It's fine. Right? Like I'm, I'm the cool girlfriend. It's fine. And then it actually happens. And you're like, Oh hell no. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be talking about birth control. My man. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> What, mom, where's your head on this one? Well, I don't think I'd be comfortable with that either. Um, it sounds a little bit too cozy to me. Yeah. Um, I think that she should let him know how she feels and turn the tables on him and say, how would you feel if you came to my place and I was with my male roommate watching a show that you and I had watched together and having a few beers. How would yeah. that feel to well, you? Well, to be fair, she wasn't interested in the show, she said. So uh, well, that kind of puts well, it back. If they were just I mean, watching a movie, whatever. Right? Shows alone shows alone can rip a rip a, a relationship apart. Like mm-hmm. so I, I get that. That alone's mm-hmm. enough stress to, you know, to cause you guys to split. Not alone another woman now watching it with him. Mm-hmm. Uh so here's the problem. Like, she's not moving out, right? She's not going anywhere. Yeah. Um because she has a lease, right? So I'm, yeah. I'm assuming, or she at least has some kind of agreement to live there with him. Right. So she's not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, so is it him changing his actions? Now, is that okay, mom? You think for her to go to him and say, hey, listen, like, I don't want you hanging out with your female roommate anymore. Like, are you allowed to do that? Or is that way too jealous? I feel like if I was renting my house out and I genuinely, because you know, most of my friends are females. Mm-hmm. And I was just cool with this one girl and everything was cool. Like I wouldn't want somebody coming in. I don't think I could date somebody that came to me and was like, I don't want you hanging out with your female roommate. Now at the same time, I could never live with somebody, but I would establish that early on. Mm-hmm. You've already, you've already effed it up. You can't, can't <laughs> go back now. Like she's already there. Yeah. Um, can she say, I don't want you hanging out with, with him anymore? With her? I mean, with her anymore? Um, I absolutely think she can say that, and I don't think she can. I think she must, uh, wow. because that is going that's going to come between them either way. And if he says he doesn't see anything wrong with that, and he knows that she's not comfortable with it, then there's a bigger problem. Yeah, I, I'm just wondering. Let me give a man's perspective on that. I'm just trying to. I'm really trying to think. Like, if I was dating a girl for eight months, uh-huh. and she said she was okay with me, I mean, what's he supposed to do? Just like go, like hide in his bedroom, <laughs> like, or be like, "Sorry, you can't sit on the couch," and like we can't hang out because I mean, what? So what are you supposed to, like think through that logically? Like, so what are they supposed to do? Never be in the kitchen together, or they can't come home at the same time because God forbid they're walking up from the house. To, you know, like what's well, then what really they, they share a, a common living space. Well, and she, and she did say that she was hanging out with them, so she needs to get out of the way when they're together. The roommate. So that's the only rule she can make is that when we're together, we're not all going to hang out. For sure, that. But can she say I don't ever want you hanging out with her ever? No, but she can say it makes her uncomfortable, and that she feels uneasy about that turning into some kind of a relationship other than a roommate situation. Right. See what he says. 
But I guess, you know, I mean, because she does, she lives with a male too. And so he's never said anything. Right. And so said. Why don't you, that makes it even trickier, right? Him how he would feel if, if, if you had the same relationship that he has with that roommate, how would he feel about it? Because, you know, I lived, I, I live with my good friend who still listens to this podcast, I think almost every day, my friend Abby. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I lived with her for either, we lived for either one year or two years. Two. Um, I think it was two. Mm-hmm. And I mean, there was never, I mean, I literally call her my grandma, right? Like, <laughs> there was nothing so ever. so great. Yeah, she's great, right? Mm-hmm. But I can't imagine dating a girl and her being like, oh, you can't hang out with Abby when you're in your own house. Like, no. Well, like, I'm like, that, there wasn't that kind of chemistry between you two, but obviously... She, but Abby and I would watch a show together. Like we would, we totally would have done that. You know, well, she seems to be picking on, picking up on maybe some chemistry between the two of them. Mm, is she though, or is she just being jealous of it? Because I'm again, like I don't care if I was dating somebody. I don't care who they were dating. It could be the most unattractive, physically and personality person ever, and I still would be like, I don't want you living with that. I would just wouldn't be comfortable with it. Yeah. So that's what I'm trying to say. Like I, yeah. I just think that now you're in like a situation to where I don't know that you can say anything because mm-hmm. you might turn into a crazy girlfriend. It's like, it's like a fine line now of like, so you're telling me I can't hang out in the same common area and watch a show with somebody that's lives here that you said was okay to live here. You know, like you really got to think through that. Mm-hmm. Well, hopefully just try to make him see it from her, through her eyes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so that they can can come to terms with, you know, a relation in, in relationship that's going to work for both of them. 888 Kramer 8. You ever live with somebody of the opposite sex? And like, what were the rules? You know, like, did you have problems with your significant other or vice versa? Did your significant other live with somebody? And then you had to deal with that, you know, like. Did you have to set rules or boundaries or guidelines or did they set guidelines or boundaries with you? Did it create jealousy or issues? Hell, did your, I'd like to hear a story too. If your ex ever hooked up with their roommate and that's how you found, like, I don't know. I don't know like what the likelihood of this is actually turning into something. So come on, call the number 888-Kramer8. Let's explore that this week on the show. And I, love, I love hearing the fans' feedback because all, all of our stories and experiences are different and yeah. have value. So we need to share those. So I love it when they call in and and tell us about their experience. So I hope yeah. you all will do that. All right. Our phone number, 888-Kramer8, 888-K-R-A-M-E-R-8. All right. I love you, Mom. We'll see you tomorrow. Love you forever. All right, good news time here at the end of the show. Hope it makes you feel good. Share it with somebody. I don't know. It always makes me feel good reading it. So this is in California, over here in California last week. There was a police officer that became a hero because she literally pulled a man stuck in his wheelchair from the tracks of train train tracks, right? Um, Within seconds of a train barreling past. And you can go in the show notes and watch this video, but I think just even by hearing it right now, it's going to make you feel so uneasy. So it was August the 8th. It was about 8.45 in the morning. Her name is Officer Erica Urie. U-R-R-E-A. I'm probably pronouncing that wrong. 
she jumped out of her car because when she saw what was happening, she was like, oh my gosh, this dude is literally stuck in his wheelchair on the train tracks. And, and the ar- the railroad crossing arms were coming down and the train, she could like see it coming. So she runs over there and after the wheelchair doesn't budge, she pulled this anonymous man from the wheelchair. They both fell back on the ground. They were both safe. But like if it would have been moments later, here, listen, you'll, you can tell like, I'm not going to do it. I'll be out with the mouse stack on the tracks trying to get him out. Go on, can you get up? Videos in the show notes to go watch. The man, 66, by the way, suffered some leg injuries, but uh, was immediately uh, helped by Officer Yure, Yure and her colleague. Man, I mean, you know, right now is not a great time to be a police officer, I feel like. It's really been a hard year to be a police officer. So it's like stories like this that people just going above and beyond. Like she risked her life for that dude. So. Shout out. Now, typically, I don't do surveys and stats and stuff like that for good news. I think they're just kind of – I always try to do stories like that last one because those are, like, to me, really impactful. But I I just had to read this one. So three-quarters of Americans with cats – and I'm not a cat person, but let me just go through this this survey with you – couldn't have gotten through quarantine without their pet, according to a nurse survey. They polled 2,000 cat owners who 57% also own a dog, and they looked at various benefits of their furry friends during the pandemic and how they helped get through. Uh, Pets were found to ease anxiety. 57% of people with pets made them feel less alone, and 49% of them said that it helped them feel less anxious. 41% of people said that their pet gave them someone to talk to, and 35% of people said that their pet brought feeling of positivity to their day. I, you know me, I freaking love dogs. Like, I'm not really much of a cat guy. There's some cats I love. Some cats are real a-holes, and y'all know that's true too. But I just think about the companionship of a pet. And like, for example, literally right now, Kiki's laying in my lap and she's been with me now since, you know, January, pretty much. We've been like spent almost every minute together. And I, um, I don't get emotional over this, but I'm like so thankful. (laughs) This is stupid. Uh, I'm just so thankful that, um, she like gave her whole life, uh, to like be, be my companion, you know? Like that's how she spent her whole time on this earth is like just giving it to me, like giving me unconditional love and like been here through uh through everything you know like i love this dog so much like she's seen she's seen so much and i just try to you know sometimes i feel like i take it for granted you know i don't i think we we may but i hope that you'll take some time today just to appreciate your pet and like what they do for you because their companionship is like no other you know always excited to see you always love you always just here to to love you so anyway um Kiki, yeah, like, I got a pet Kiki. Kiki, come here. Hey, you're so tired today, huh? We want a big adventure. I love you so much. I love you so much. I hope you've had a good life. I do. I love you very much. Okay. Um. All right. So here the, we'll do a made me laugh. Which <laughs> is a weird transition as I'm in tears. Um talking about like being too old for forever 21 right like having those moments where you just know you're just too old for something well trey elliott 
He's like, man, at 37, I'm too old for rap music. Nah, usually I do shows, they be bringing me up to rap music. I'm like, listen, I'm 37. I don't listen to rap after 7 o'clock no more. Do not. <laughs> 705 come around, I got a boys and men CD played in the car. <laughs> for like five guys. I'm like, if y'all gonna sell crack or do a drive-by, you gonna do that shit romantically. You gonna, gonna be selling crack to the end of the road. That's what you gonna be doing. <laughs> Get older, man. God dang. Like, I'll be, I actually be 37 in December. Like, this is how you know you're getting older. When you start waking up 7 o'clock in the morning thinking about what you're going to take out the freezer to cook, that's how you know you're getting a little bit older. You like, I'm supposed to be waking up with two chicks in my bed and a hangover from the night before, but instead I'm waking up with pork chops on my mind. Like, like yeah, I'll probably fry it tonight. I'll probably bake it. Yeah. Throw some onions on it, yeah, probably. Probably get some gravy. What time, what time Ralph's clothes, yeah. <laughs> the young girls be like, Trey, it's Saturday, Friday night. We about to turn up, we about to go to the club. It's Saturday, what you about to do? I'm like, shit, I'm about to go home and preheat my oven. That's what the fuck, <laughs> the fuck I'm about to do. <laughs> Lowry's got a new seasoning I want to try. That's... I feel that too. Like sometimes I can't listen to music late at night. Or I'll just be up all night and be in my head. Or I'll just get amped up. Like I gotta start, start winding down about eight or nine o'clock. Or I'm never gonna get to bed. I get it. Thank you so much for listening to this show today. Really appreciate it. Would love your opinion on Ask My Mom, 888-Kramer8, 888-K-R-A-M-E-R-8. Or uh, yeah, y'all hit me up however you, uh, however you want. Social media, I'm that guy Kramer. Uh, we're going to talk tomorrow about the podcast magazine because we got to start getting serious about that. It's almost here towards the end of the month. And uh, the uh, become a certified fan, right? Text the word fans, F-A-N-S, to 888-Kramer8. I'll see you tomorrow. Bye. Love you. Okay. That's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.